0: Hi, Billy Cunningham, the great American, the President, Donald J. Trump. I'm still not getting used to saying that. The President, Donald J. Trump, has signed new executive orders to uh, protect American worker protections, also to buy American, hire American, which to me seems like a great idea. Joining you and I now is David Ray. Dave Ray is the communications director of FAIR, which is the nation's uh, largest immigration reform group. And Dave Ray, welcome to the Bill Cunningham Show. Dave, how are you? Doing
1: great, Bill. Thanks for having me on.
0: Before we go much further, tell the American people, what are the Trump executive orders to which you're referring?
1: Well, the Hire American by buy American is the newest executive order that uh, came out yesterday, and it's right in line with uh, uh, the Trump administration's main argument that immigration policy must serve the national interest. Uh, un- unfortunately, for the last several decades, that hasn't been the case, and in the instance of Hire American, what we've found is uh, uh, widespread abuse of the H-1B program. It's a specific immigration visa that's supposed to be used for incredibly talented right, right. people with exceptional skills uh, uh, to bring them into the nation, and instead is really being used as an easy way to sidestep uh, the wage structure in this country and replace hardworking American workers with uh, cheaper foreign workers. Tied with their visas tied to the job. So the Trump administration is looking into this and is going to be writing some, uh, suggesting some new rules and uh, putting out some ideas on how to make the program uh, better for this nation while not displacing U.S. workers.
0: You know, the main goal here, I would think, is to help the middle class. And uh, the policies of the last 20 or 30 years accelerated by Barack Hussein Obama was unwittingly or winningly, causing the destruction of the middle class, the separation of the middle class into the upper class and the lower economic classes. Plus, there's been no wage growth because of the pressure, the downward thrust of of wages caused by immigration at the bottom. Uh, We need an entire different class of immigrants to America. Now, explain how the executive orders will have a higher class individual coming to America, not
1: displacing the middle class. Well, that's not going to be accomplished in this single executive order. But there was an immigration reform bill uh, called the Rays Act that was recently introduced by Senators Cotton from Arkansas and and Purdue from Georgia and uh, was applauded by uh, President Trump. And what that would do would be to reshape U.S. Immigration, so immigrant selection policy um, and skew it more uh, as a better balance between skill and merit-based immigration and family-based immigration, much like the systems that Canada and Australia have. And, and just doing that alone and bringing the numbers down to more traditional levels will ensure that we're selecting immigrants who have the skill set they need to make it in today's America uh, while at the same time not overwhelming the nation uh, with a million immigrants a year. It would eventually bring uh, the number of immigrants to the U.S. down to about 550,000 a year, which is still – very, very generous by anybody's standards, yet at the same time, uh, it would have less of a direct impact on specific workers like H-1, uh, people who are being displaced by H-1B folks because it would uh, eliminate the H-1B lottery and instead select immigrants based on skills so that they can prosper. You, they know, you know,
0: I often make the point that if we have uh, 2 uh, billion immigrants here, from Central and South America, Southern Mexico, Venezuela, Colombia, there are are no skills that these two million people have that America needs, no skills at all. And and I I like to see studies by either your group, FAIR, or other groups that follow illegal immigration over 10, 20, or 30 years to see if there's ever assimilation, whether these are self-supporting individuals. We let in legally about a million people a year, and there's a multi-year process of testing, and there's medical tests being done, and psychological, and somebody's got to sign up who's, an American's got to sign up that I will take care. If my producer is Greg Schertz, i got to sign up and say, okay, I'm going to financially take care of him for a long period of time. He's not going to be a drain on public resources. That, that if he commits a crime, he's out of here immediately. We do that all the time. But on the other hand, in addition to the multi-year process that we have for illegal immigration, we simply have a back door that's been open for 20 years. Come on in. Anybody that wants to come in without medical testing, without disease-free, without the skills that we need, without the ability to speak English and function, we let in millions of others that helped to destroy the middle class. And, if you know, for those of my buddies who say, well, you know, Trump and his... First 100 days and not doing a great job, I'm thinking, wait a minute. What if Hillary Clinton had won oh. the presidency? And Gorsuch Believe would not be on the... Me. I mean, imagine <laughs> immigration today. Uh, explain the road kind of like it's a wonderful life uh, yeah. with Clarence the Angel. Explain yeah. the road not taken. If right now Hillary was completing her first 100 days, what would immigration look like then?
1: Well, I'll tell you what. I would like to say if Hillary had won that I would be so – I'd be such a nervous wreck I'd be ripping my hair out, but I'm a bald guy. So what I can say is that anybody who cared about America's sovereignty, about the the rule of law, and uh, about the idea that uh, we need to protect uh, the nation from uncontrolled mass illegal immigration, terrorism, narco-terrorism, and so on – uh, sorry, Charlie, you know, that's all I would have to say. You touched on so many things there, but, uh, you know, the, the problem with, the current immigration system. It's you know it's an outdated, outmoded system that was put together in the nineteen sixties. It no longer serves the national interest. Most of the immigrants, as many as ninety percent of them, are selected not because they have a skill, not because they speak English, not because they have a high school education, uh, not because they have any great talents that are going to make America a better place for us, or that would be a precursor uh for, for as an indicator that. That they're going to succeed they are chosen simply because they have a family member here yeah. that is no longer a smart way to choose immigrants the raise act would move towards a more merit-based immigration system better for the nation better for the immigrants because when they come here they would have the tools to, to succeed which is what we want all of them to do we want them to get the american dream they make themselves better they make us better in the process
0: now one thing that we have right now is that if if somebody is legally in America, there's like a chain of individuals in that family that that one person can bring in, and it goes right. on and on and on. Why, right. can't we, why can't we say that if you come to this country illegally, you cannot get welfare benefits? You cannot be on the public dole. Can we legally say that?
1: Well, you know, uh, so two questions here. One is that, you know, attempts to keep illegal immigrants off the public dole um, they try it on the federal level. Oftentimes, on the state level, it goes to them. The most expensive thing that all illegal immigrants get, no questions asked, is public education, which I would be willing to bet in the Cincinnati area is probably twelve to fourteen thousand dollars per student. Uh, more than
0: that, we we spend about fifteen to sixteen thousand. And by the way, I add on a local sheriff, Richard K. Jones in Butler County, that is, is arresting MS-13 gangbangers right. in little Butler County, Ohio, MS-13's right.
1: infiltrated, Monroe, Ohio. Are you kidding well, me? You know, don't be surprised. President Obama, when he announced that he wasn't going to be deporting families and that when he initiated the catch-and-release program, we have 200,000 uh, approximately of these Central American teenagers who are now in the country, We don't know anything about them. They had no criminal background check. Recently – we're we're located in Washington, D.C. Recently outside of D.C. in the suburb of Rockville, Maryland, there was an 18-year-old and a 19-year-old who had come across the border in the way I just described uh, in, in the ninth grade. Um, sitting there and ended up cornering and gang raping a 14-year-old girl who was in class with them in the middle of broad daylight in, in a restroom. And people are saying, oh, my God, why are 18-year-olds in the ninth grade? Right. And who are these people? And, and now we're finding out they're MS-13. And the, 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 the point is this, folks. When somebody comes in illegally, we don't know squat about them. Zip. There's nothing. They have no background check. They have no health check. And they go right into school sitting next to your kid. That's why this cannot continue. That's why Trump's wall is so important. That's why getting control of the borders. It's like, it's common sense. You know who you let into your house. That's why you lock your door at night. You should have the same control over your country. Uh, once they get in here, they're mingling with the population. If they're here to kill us, we've made it that much easier for them. And, you know, if we are still letting in terrorists, then the onus is on us to to, to uh, get our act together and stop it right now. And, you
0: know, David Ray, God bless you. Uh, I mean, if I'm living in Guadalajara... If if I'm in Honduras or Guatemala and I live in a completely dysfunctional society that's been around for 300 years, the best they can do is narco-traffickers after 300 years, uh, pay somebody, get you on a train, get you a coyote, get up into America. You have no birth certificate. We don't know if those 18- and 19-year-olds are, in fact, 20- or 22-year-olds. We don't know. We test them into school. Okay, you have the educational achievement of an eighth grader. Or a ninth grader. So you're 19 years old. We put you in the ninth grade. Yeah, culturally, you're not even close to assimilating. You don't know. You don't understand the English. You don't know how to treat girls or women. You might have diseases out the wazoo. We have no idea. But liberalism teaches us that we have to take those from Guadalajara and Honduras and put them in middle class schools next to our kids, and that is disgusting and it's wrong. Think of the cost. Of those 200,000 teenagers in the area of education, imprisonment, and emergency rooms, and medical care, and there's no way we're going to get back dollar for dollar even close to the money spent on this. It is absurd. It's ridiculous. And no country in the world, David Ray, no country in the history of the world has ever pulled this kind of stunt that we're doing right now, and it's failed miserably when MS-13 gang rapes girls at Rockville, Maryland, We got a problem.
1: We absolutely do have a problem. A lot of people who you would say, look, we don't need illegal immigration anymore. We're good. You know, we can we need to seal up the borders. They'll tell you right away they're doing jobs that Americans won't do. Well, there was an interesting study that came out of Pew, which is no right wing foundation, by the way, the Pew Charitable Trust. And it looked at all the jobs across the country that are, quote, people say jobs that Americans won't do. So I'm talking about um you know food picking in agriculture i'm talking about being maids uh, in in hotels and in households construction job what pew found is that in all of these professions across the board without an exce- without exception americans comprised the majority of the workers in all of these professions on top of that if you add in legal immigrants uh Illegal aliens, even in agriculture, comprise less than 12% of, of the working population. So we are talking about a small percentage of workers in some of the some of the jobs that are the least desirable in the country. Uh, there are 90 plus million Americans currently outside of the workforce people would come back in if they were if the jobs were there and the incentive was there but as long as we continue to flood the nation with mass legal and illegal immigration it's not going to happen and if washington wants to do something to start building support for america's immigration policies because let's face it most people have a, 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 a pretty low uh, opinion of our current immigration policies. It would stop illegal immigration. That would restore people's faith that the government could do something right. It would restore people's faith that we know who we're letting into our country and know that they're not going, that they're not coming here to kill us or to join a gang or what have you. And it would start to rebuild support for America's immigration legacy.
0: If you've spent years and years living in Honduras and Nicaragua, El Salvador, you have no skills that America needs. You belong in your own country fighting for the freedom and development of your country. Same thing with Syria. If me and my family were living in Aleppo, Syria, and barrel bombs and nerve gas was being dropped on me on a regular basis, I would want to violate some country's law, take my wife and kids as quickly as I could and make it to Norway or make it to France or make it to America. I completely agree with that. But that zaps the power of Syria in the future to develop a functioning country. And when we take males, thousands, hundreds of thousands of males out of Central America, leaving behind the very young, the sick, the infirm, females, and senior citizens, it destabilizes further those countries and gives them no chance whatsoever to reform their own country if those who have left are the young males who often do the work there. So it is really anti-Nicaragua, it's anti-El Salvador, anti-Honduras, to allow that to take place. And Mexico uh, treats on their southern border in a very brutal way. Anyone who comes into southern Mexico, if you're a female, you're raped, and if you're a male, you're beaten, unless you have a coyote taking you by train up to America, in which case the Mexican uh, government entities in southern Mexico gets paid serious money by the coyotes in order to uh, transport to America the problems and difficulties in Central America, It's a, and, and, and in a religious sense, it makes some sense to do it if you're a God-fearing man, but God wants Central Americans to live in Central America and to reform <laughs> their own government, and they need that, and we need Syrians to stay in Syria after Bashar Assad leaves in order to reform Syria. Do you agree?
1: Well, you know, absolutely. It's, uh, uh, you know, it kind of goes back to the idea that had Thomas Jefferson and George Washington left the United States and fled for their lives to Canada if the american nation would have actually been born you know at some point people need to stay where they are planted to fight for their own country to fight for their own people to work for the prosperity of the nation where they were born yes the the reality of the world we live in is that the vast majority of us are going to have to learn to prosper where we were where planted. We where you were born is where you are very likely going to stay. I don't know if I could get a visa to, uh, to, to uh, become an immigrant anywhere. Hell, David I'm an American. They, I was born they, here. I want I'm to stay. A, I'm, they, they, I'm, well, yeah, I do too. But, but, that was, but as an example, you know, there's not a lot of countries that are actually accepting immigrants was really my point. No, they, they don't and, want and, you there. They don't want me there. And you know, when I, when people come into the country illegally, when you look at the fact that we are so ridiculously generous about the number of legal immigrants we take, bringing in 1.1 million a year, generous beyond all belief. When people come in illegally, my first thought is, what is it that you're hiding? I mean, what is it that that makes you think that you couldn't have passed uh, the scrutiny that it would take to come into the come United in legally. States. Do, I'm you, a lo- do you have? Yeah. Do you have a criminal past? We need to know about. Yeah. Is there a disease health. you're carrying? What is your Mental problem? Health. Um, And why is it that you would come to a country where law and order is respected and the first thing you do is to break our law in getting here? Right. Well, we expect us to turn a blind eye to it.
0: Don't do it. David Ray, we got to go. Your group is, I've had on Stein, your leader before, Federation for American Immigration Reform Fair, F-A-I-R i tell you what, David Ray, keep fighting.
1: F-A-I-R-U-S dot org. Please check us out online.
0: I will, and keep up the good fight. Thank you, man. Thanks,
1: sir. Thanks. Have a great day.
0: Let's continue with more. That guy makes a lot of sense. Billy Cunningham.